Hello, Mad Mind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about halos versus horns effect. And some of you that I've worked with in the past, you know I've used this. I probably taught you this already. But some of you might be new and you've never heard of this. And if that's the case, if, you're, if you remember it, then hopefully it'll be a, re a good reminder for you if, you if you already know this. And you can share this video with other people that you think could use this, uh, this lesson. And for those that are new to this, I, I think you might find this useful, uh, a different way to look at things and maybe uh, figure out a, a way to have these customer-facing experiences, these customer-facing engagements, uh, more fruitful engagements, much easier, uh, faster, more effective engagements with your customers, clients, and prospects. Um, understanding the halos and horns effect. So this is something I learned a long, long time ago. Like my first job I had was uh, electronic data systems or EDS. That's what they were called back then. They ended up uh, getting acquired by HP and, um, and uh, the, the headquarters is here in Dallas, Texas, um, where I live here in Dallas, Texas area. Um, so I'm privileged to have gone through that great training there and learning. Uh, they put me through leadership training and they put me through a lot of other kind of training. And one of the things they taught that I've used all my whole career since then was this idea of a halos and a horns effect that they taught me. So I'm going to share it with you because um, it's really, it's been effective and I use it all the time. So the idea, it's a model, if you think of it like a model, is that um, for uh, if you have a good experience uh, up front, uh, that's called a halo. And what this is really happening in the hypnotic, uh, from a hypnotic level and the subconscious level, what's happening is if subconsciously you have an expectation, okay, subconsciously you have an association of things and then therefore you have a, an expected response or an expectation for something. And then if someone delivers an experience that is congruent with that expectation, meaning here's what they told me would happen, here is what actually did happen during the meeting, so think of it like this, you're meeting with a customer, here's what we're gonna do in this meeting coming up, and then here's what we actually do, boom, congruency, halo effect. Wow, you told me the meeting was gonna be about this, we're gonna do these things, we were gonna, and, and, and that's what happened, boom, halo effect. Now, here's the cool part, once you get the halo effect, this halo, that, that congruency that happened between the expectation and the experience that you said would happen, if those were both matching up and congruent, then the halo will then, carry you past three different times where a horn appears, where a horn appears. Meaning, as you can imagine, here's the expectation, here's the what really happened, they don't match up. That's a horn's effect. Uh, you told me this, but we did this instead. You told me you were gonna behave this way, or you're gonna help me with this, and you helped me with this other thing instead. You know, like that, right? It's different. It's not like, tell, you're gonna help me with this, oh, you helped me with that, cool. You're gonna help me with this. You didn't help me with that. What happened? Horns effect. So, so think about it from a like in a pre-sales uh, example. In pre-sales would be uh, the demo you do. The first demo you do needs to create a halo effect with them. Absolutely, because then if you do other demos that don't work, right? I'm gonna demo again for like like when they ask, they say, hey, could you demo this for somebody else? Like, I love this demo, could you, can I get another meeting? Have you ever had this happen where they, they love the demo so much, they're saying, hey, could you get me another, schedule another time where we can get some other people to see the demo because I want them to see this. And then you get on there and you say, okay, and they're having this expectation and now the demo doesn't work. And it's like a horns effect, boom. But here's the cool part. If the demo that you gave them first was so great 
that they had a, it has a halo effect on everything, they're going to forgive you for that. They're going to say, oh, that's all right. We'll, we'll reschedule this. Or it's good because because that first demo you showed, they'll, they'll, they'll be a champion. They'll tell the other people, no, you guys, you should have seen this demo. They didn't get it to work today. But man, when I saw it, it was awesome. Like they'll they'll be your advocate and it'll carry over and, and you'll be forgiven for minor little horns. Like up to three times, typically, you'll be forgiven. And then after the three times, you need another halo effect to keep going. You can't make, you can't have more horns effects after that because then even they will start to question that first halo and go, hmm, maybe that was fake. Maybe that wasn't, maybe that wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it was because of all these mistakes they're making. So really what you want to do is have halos all the time. Halos all the time. Always set the expectation and then marry the experience with it. But sometimes that doesn't always happen. But if you can get the first one, then then all the other horns will happen. So this is actually, the, this is called the law of primacy. I think it's called the law of primacy is what this is really about. And, um, but, it, but I call it halo effect because that's what I've learned to call it. Now, the opposite is also true. If you set a horns effect, meaning the very first thing that you show them or talk to them about or set the very first expectation you set with them and then the experience you deliver doesn't match up, that's a horns effect. If that's the first one, because of the law of primacy again, the first impression they get is horns effect even if the next time you demo, the next time you show or talk or whatever, engage with them, if it's a halo effect where, you're, where you're, everything is congruent, I said this, here it is, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for you, here's what you want, I'm doing this for you, and you're congruent meeting all of their, and you're creating halos, it's gonna take three or four of those to make up for the really damaging one up here where they went, hmm, can I trust you that you can deliver what you say you can deliver? Can I trust you that when you set an expectation, the experience matches up? Can I trust that? I don't know. It takes three times. So that's why whenever you mess up the first time, you got to work really hard. Really, it's really difficult to like have these in the in a row. But you end up, that's why sometimes you can salvage, uh, salvage a process and get them through and they'll end up purchasing anyway because you end up creating a bunch of halos effect that then carry you over and kind of make up for this. So I'm always encouraging you to, to think about what can you do in the very, very first meeting you have with a prospect or client? What can you do to what kind of expectation can you set? Low-hanging fruit, something that's real easy that you can then match up with a perfect experience every single time. It doesn't have to be big, it just has to be congruent. It just has to be, this is what I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna show. So I would, I always try to set my very first meetings with customer, keep them really light, easy, and focused on just one thing that I know I can deliver, and that's all I do in that one meeting, just so I can create this halo effect in that first impression. Then when they get off the call, they're thinking, wow, that was an awesome meeting. Maverick was awesome in that meeting. Uh, the other people that were on there he was with, they were communicating, and they start to talk themselves into how great it was. And then if the other meetings I have with them aren't that great, maybe I have something where it's misaligned, they forgive me for it. And I still can salvage it and, and keep try to get back to a halos. And I, don't, and I avoid this horns effect where then I have to really work my tail off to really make this all happen. So I'm sure if you think about it in your own mind, go back to your own meetings. This is probably what's been happening, this phenomenon, this model, if you think about it. For some of the meetings you thought were some of the better meetings, better customers you've had, better processes, it was because you had halos up front and you didn't have as many horns, or if you did, they forgave you for it. You were forgiven for it because they loved you so much and they keep talking about that first, but that first time was so awesome. And then if you've ever had ones that went south or sideways or you lost, it's probably because you started out with something, you set a big expectation, it was too big, and you just couldn't kind of, maybe you kind of halfway meet it, kind of, maybe it's a little bit congruent, but there's still part of it here. 
not matching up. They're not liking that. They're going to go with another vendor, go with another, even a, even a, bad, a worse product than yours. They'll choose that over yours because their engagement with that company, that vendor is doing this and creating halo effects. That's why. And that's also why you end up winning business from, if you think about it, from other competitors. When someone goes with a competitor, they have a halo up front, but then they buy the product and then they get all these horns, right? And then it becomes like this. And now, and, but then this is not happening with that competitor. And then they come back and they call you and they go, well, we bought the other product that didn't work out because they had horns effects. The halo got them to buy it. The horns that started popping up ended up being too many. They ended up having four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. There was just too many. Because they could have tolerated three of them with that other competitor. If the competitor could have limited their amount of incongruent expectation to experience, they would have, to, if they limited to three, they could have maybe kept that customer. But because they had more than three, then they started to question the halo that they had at the beginning with that competitor. Now they're going to come to you and now it's your turn to set the halo and, and avoid the horns effects. Avoid the horn effects. So I know you got something out of this, a simple idea. You're going to take this. You're going to try this. I predict. I'm going to predict in the future now. You're going to give this a shot. You're going to start modeling things like this and questioning whether you're congruent or not, asking, the, asking your customers, prospects, your clients, if, if you're meeting their expectations, if the motivation is there. You're going to be doing all those things in order to create this halo effect and avoid these horns effects. And I encourage you to share it with anyone else you think, also in a customer-facing role like you and I, if this is something that they can... Uh, they can use and benefit from. If that's the case, if you find valuable, uh, send it to them and hopefully they find value in it too. And I'm going to let you go now and go on and scroll on to your next video. Until next time in the next episode of Hypno Sales Show, this is Maverick signing off.